In today's show, we hear about ugly animals that are threatened with extinction, and the president of the Ugly Animal Preservation Society—yes, you heard that right—is here to tell us that we're neglecting ugly animals in favour of cuddly pandas and such like. You're listening to the Science Show on Cambridge 105. In this section called "Scientists at Work," we talk to people who, for some reason or another, find themselves working, researching, or thinking about science in Cambridge, England. Show a cuddly panda to today's guest, and he'd be likely to frown instead of coo at it. That's right. Science presenter Simon Watt phoned into the science show to have a chat about a campaign that's drawing attention to the uglier species in need of saving. Let's have a listen to our phone chat. This is Chris Creese with the Science Show, and today I am talking with Simon Watt. Simon, thank you very much for being with us here today. Oh, good to be here. Now, Simon, you've got an exciting event coming up in Cambridge.、Uh, that's right. I'm、uh, president for life, for a dreadful pun in a name that it is,、um, of the <laughs> Ugly Animal Preservation Society, and we basically are a comedy night, but with a conservation twist. And we've been touring the country lately, and we've even gone onto YouTube and produced all sorts of videos to try and take our quest global. But we're just trying to raise the profile of some of Mother Nature's more aesthetically challenged creatures. We just think of things like the panda get way too much attention, and whenever you think of the broad issues approaching conservation at the minute and the challenges facing our biodiversity,、uh, we think we need to talk about some other species as well. Very good point. What is it about ugly animals that are also endangered that drew your attention? Ah,、oh, well, I'm, I'm a biologist by training, so I've I've always loved the ugly animals. I, I think. <laughs> The kind of the whole idea kicked off actually. So I go around the country doing talks and things about science and about biology in particular, and I find a question I got asked an awful lot was, "What was my favourite animal?"、Mm. And bring them in at all documentaries with big charismatic things like、uh, elephants and maybe lions and tigers and bears. Everybody always, <laughs> expect, yeah, well, things always expect those to be my my answer and to be my favourites and. I don't know about you, but I always think that ants are just the most incredible creature, and, and people are always surprised when I say that. And I got very used to the audiences questioning this and having to explain how some things that they've never heard of are, are just as wonderful, if not more so. We're just so mammal-centric. We're egotistical. We only seem to love things if they happen to have a face and if they happen to be cute and fluffy and a bit like us, really.、Right. So, just the vast majority of life out there is. Kind of ugly, and we need to talk about it. <laughs> All right, so ugly animals deserve saving too. Yeah, spot on. And at the end of one of these talks, when people were asking me this, I did just talk about some of these more hideous things that were just as fascinating. And somebody said you should set up a society, and I just thought, well, that's a good idea. But I could set up a comedy night. It's kind of more fun and less paperwork. All right, now let's talk about this election idea of a favorite ugly animal mascot. So this has actually blown up. It's quite a large campaign now. So explain what it is and how people can get involved. Not only do we have to talk about these other endangered species, but we kind of have to enjoy it. You know, conservation is the most depressing aspect of all biology. You know, it feels like every single day you open up your newspaper and something else has gone extinct.、Mm. So the society's other aim was to try and make it fun, which is entirely why we use comedians. But we've teamed up recently with the National Science and Engineering Competition to try and make some videos. So it's kind of gone viral and gone online. And if you go to YouTube.com/ugly-animal, you can see we've got 12 videos there. There's 11 comedians, including myself. 
each with just about a minute to tell you a little bit about their favorite ugly animal. And online, you can vote for what's going to be the society's general mascot. Uh, all you have to do is just go to the videos, have a watch, and click like on the one that you like most, and that's your vote counted. What are some examples of the ugly animals that we have to choose from? Ah, well, the um, Ellie Taylor's on there, the proboscis monkey, that's London's <laughs> mascot. We've got Paul Fit, the comedian championing the blobfish. Ah, the blobfish. I love that amorphous thing. <laughs> well, it's a jelly on a plate, really, isn't it? But again, all these species are endangered. Like, it's facing problems from deep sea trawling off the coast of Australia. So... It, it does need a, a little bit of attention, but Paul gives it his own unique spin. And Stephen Fry has backed an animal too. Oh, he's, I think, what was Stephen I Fry? think that was the greater short-horned lizard. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, that's an amazing species. Yeah. Uh, whenever it's got a predator attack it, its technique is to bleed from its eyes. And it builds up the pressure so much that it has kind of like a gory water pistol and uses the blood <laughs> to fire right at them. Yeah, that is fantastic. That is a really neat defensive response. Yeah, if somebody was to tell you that, you'd think that they made it up, wouldn't you? It it's sounds like science fiction, doesn't it? Yeah, but there's there's tons of hideous things out there. So what else is there? There's the flightless dung beetle, mm-hmm. uh, the dromedary jumping slug. I think that's another really cool tactic, a slug which does backflips in order to get away from a predator. Ah, the titicaca water frog, which I think people describe as looking like a scrotum. Yeah, it's, it's Latin name, in fact, translates literally as the aquatic scrotum. Um, so uh, nothing to do with us. The jokes are writing itself for that one. One of, one of the stranger ones is the, the kakapo. So the kakapo is, is not that ugly, but Steve Mole champions that one. He's got quite a good take on it, that it's a bit of a loser of an animal. It's the only flightless parrot, and it, it does come out at night, so it must be pretty hideous in some shape or form. <laughs> getting proper hate mail from uh, from New Zealand. <laughs> the number of people who do not know what we're doing is tongue-in-cheek and keep writing me to me to tell me that the kakapo was not ugly and it's quite cute. Well, I have to tell you, there's a bat species on your list, and one of my friends who's a bat ecologist is really mad at me for actually interviewing you, given that she thinks bats are the most adorable thing ever, and they're on your list. But actually, I told her about the campaign, and now she thinks it's brilliant, because it really is raising awareness about endangered species that do need conservation assistance. Yeah, and I, I like bats, and, and she likes bats, obviously but most people don't and when you do stare at them straight in the nose with that <laughs> horrible oh, they've got a lot of them have got these things called nose leaves yeah. and they're basically little fleshy satellite dishes that they use to help broadcast their calls mm-hmm. so when you've got that combined with the sort of big ears of royal family proportions then you're not you're not exactly the prettiest of all mammals <laughs> I think she would argue that they're fuzzy and cute still, but yeah, point taken. <laughs> so we've got loads of different animals that we get to choose from to select the mascot for the entire Ugly Animal Preservation Society. Excellent. Now I have to ask you, Simon, what is your favorite ugly animal? Oh, well, I'm a bit torn because as the president, I'm supposed to be impartial, but would somebody drop out actually? So I had to make a quick last minute video as well. So I'm, I'm supporting British bats for this campaign. Uh, my friend will be so happy to hear that. But, but they're generally not my personal favorite. So occasionally, you know, stuff goes wrong. If you have an act that drops out last minute, I have one prepared and ready to go. And I usually talk about the Canadian blue-gray tail dropper slug. Have you ever heard oh, of that? Well, as a Canadian, in fact, I have. <laughs> oh, they're, they're wonderful because, like, for a start, they're Smurf blue, which is incredible <laughs> in its own right. But as as well as that, if you scare them, their bum drops off. That is presumably so the predator then attacks that disconnected portion of the body and they can make their escape? Yeah, it's, it's basically a little sacrificial meal. It's like saying, eat this and not me, and then the slug will leg it or, you know, like as much as a slug can, really. <laughs> Brilliant. You're a biologist and a comedian. You do lots of interesting outreach stuff. Is there a website that people can go to to find out? what you're up to and where the events are being held? 
Yeah, so I suppose I do more than the Ugly Animal Society. But if you want to find out more about the Ugly Animals, go to uglyanimalsock.com. If you want to see more of my stuff, go to www.readystudyscience.com. Uh, or you can follow me on Twitter at Simon D. Watt. Wonderful. Thank you so much for chatting with us here today, Simon. Oh, lovely talking to you. I am going to go vote for my favorite ugly animal mascot right now. Many thanks to Simon Watt, president of the Ugly Animal Preservation Society. We'll put links up to the ugly animal election on our podcast page. Now, Roger, which ugly animal did you vote for? Well, I didn't vote for myself. My favorite video <laughs> has to be the proboscis monkey. Oh, that, yeah. uh-huh. But that may be because I just enjoy watching Ellie Taylor. That's pretty much all for today's show. Scientists at Work is made by the Science Show team on Community Radio, Cambridge 105. You can also find past episodes on the website, www.cambridge105.fm. You can also subscribe to future podcasts with the iTunes store. You can get in touch with us on the email science at cambridge105.fm or on Twitter at 105science. Till next time, it's bye from the Science Show team of Roger Frost and Chris Crease. You're listening to The Science Show on Cambridge 105. <laughs>